0: Hi, it's Andrea and Marian, the Sister Tipsters. We're two moms, wives, and sisters juggling work, kids, and all the challenges life throws our way. We're here to encourage everyone to move their body for at least 10 minutes a day while learning tips for navigating life. Take the time to improve your health and grow your mind. Now let's get moving. Time dysmorphia. So sometimes we talk about topics that we're experts in. We have lots to share or maybe just even something that we're really knowledgeable in and we feel like we have really like important gems of information to share. Today is not that day. <laughs> Today we are talking about something that we are definitely not experts in. But we're just, as with some of the things we've done before, we're just starting the conversation. This is like self-help for us and, and hopefully you and maybe then in turn people can give us information back and we can all continue to grow. Um, so the the I'm, I'm making up this this term maybe it already exists out there but time dysmorphia meaning that you just don't have a good grasp on like the reality of time meaning like how long it takes to do things how long it takes to get places i think people are probably already getting the gist of this and if you know either one of us i think you know that we like to really push the limits um,
1: no not us. not us not us yes, we don't push definitely. never we never <laughs> right. push
0: the limits <laughs> like right now we're doing this recording and we barely have enough time to finish it before we go pick up our kids. So, I mean, it's just, it's just another example, but we're going to get it in because that's what we do. We push the envelope a little bit. um, But I do like to think that this is something that I'm constantly working on and maybe improving.
1: I know it goes with like our exercise, you know, fitting exercise into our life. We just, we really squeeze in the recording and then we have to run (laughs) to to pick up. So it's like, it's a little, (laughs) little boost in there, a little hit workout. Um, But yeah, if you ask my husband, he's always like, I just don't understand. Like Twenty minutes has gone by. How do you not realize? And I'm like, it's twenty minutes. It feels like two. Like I just I have zero concept of time. So yeah, you're calling it time just more of yeah. The 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 word I use always in my house is I have no concept of time. Like it just I don't know. I can't keep track of it. But I'm I getting think off it's course also, here. <laughs> I think it's
0: also like a desire to get things accomplished. I'm gonna put this a positive spin. In. A desire to get things accomplished. A desire and a um to just really like get it all done. And and take things off the list, and then I also think it's just um, overconfidence in our ability to do things and how quickly we do it. So I think that's part of it. But I think I think everyone's getting the idea now. But now we have to talk about like. So I feel like I'm already in a program trying to work on this constantly, um, <laughs> and. So let's talk about some of the things that that maybe we're trying, some of the tricks that have already been suggested to us. um, And then maybe this, again, we'll just start the conversation and get things going. I will tell you one thing. um, You mentioned your husband. This is (laughs) definitely. So I guess we both married people that don't have time dysmorphia, which really probably works out better or is a constant struggle. Not sure. But so one thing that my husband, I'm going to credit him with, he always tells me, just start working backwards. So for example, like right now, You know, I know what time I'm supposed to be at my child's school, work backwards. How long is it going to take to get there? Okay, what do I need to do to get out the door? Like, am I dressed? Am I fed? Do I have the items ready? And then work backwards from there so that that way you're actually ready to do the next item. So I use that a lot, like getting ready to go anywhere or to do something when there's that hard time, I work backwards from it. And what that does is that naturally cuts me off from filling in anything extra because I've done the essentials and then it's only whatever else there's time for, which is usually like, you know, a 10th of the things that are on my list. So that's my one, my one technique that I often
1: use. (laughs) Uh, so my top one working off of that is uh, I'll go with the continuing to credit our husbands of, you know, every time I'm like, oh, that's going to take me 10 minutes. My husband will look at me and he's like, "Mm, try like 12 to 15 at a minimum. And so what I've started doing is using that to my advantage of when I'm doing, like you're saying, the working backwards, I round everything up. So like if I map something and I'm like, how long is it going to take me to drive from point A to point B? First of all, I have to map it all the time because, I, in my own head, I'll be like, oh, it takes like 10, 15 minutes. And it's really like 20 or it's 18. Or so I map it to, you know, see how far it's actually going to be. And so I try to get accurate times on things. And then I round everything up. So it's like, oh, it's going to take me 25 minutes. So I account for 30 minutes. Um, and so I round up on everything I'm doing. Like, okay, I need, oh, I probably need 10 minutes to go there. So let's let's give myself 15 or, and and I kind of do that when I'm working, Backwards, so even now, all I have to do is really walk outside my house to grab my kids. But I'm like, okay, that will take me five minutes. You know, put the garage door up, walk out. I try to round up on everything. So even though just, you know
0: you could do it in one, right? Is totally that what you're thinking in your head? You could do it in, in one,
1: but yes. And probably a couple of years ago, I would have been like, I need a minute. I could totally wait until the last it's seconds. It's like thirty seconds to get outside. Now I try to round the other direction so that all those built-in little extra minutes builds me a time buffer. It gives me that extra time for, um, you know, when I'm probably not accurate on my time or I decide to do something else last minute, just building a buffer at every little step really adds up to some extra added minutes in there.
0: Yes. And we need it all the time. I mean, this is like, I'm just remembering very clearly the day that this got me in trouble. It's like you go to leave, you think, Oh, perfect timing. You walk out, and the Amazon truck is parked across the bottom of your driveway. And the person is just taking their time to empty the stuff and to get back in the truck and the whole thing. And you're like, I didn't I didn't plan for that. So the buffer does um, the buffer is a smart one. I like that one. Um, I'm a big alarm person, too, and use those throughout my day. And, and so for even my morning, I find it's helpful and helpful I think for my kids, but setting multiple alarms and knowing like, okay, this is the one we should be downstairs. We should have finished breakfast by this alarm. We should do, you know, this by that alarm. So the alarms, I think kind of (laughs) jolt me back into like giving me that, okay, here's, here's the time it is. Here's where we are. So I find that helpful. I think people around me find that annoying, but, um,
1: you know, again, another Hi. technique. that I, I, think know, works. I do. And I'm laughing because as you're saying this, the alarm for school pickup is going off on my phone. So yes, I do the same thing. I set those alarms. I set timers all the time. Like if you look at my watch, um, you know, when I go into like the apps on my watch, the one that's always right there is timers. I'm constantly setting timers because I'm like, okay, I've got to do, um, you know, I got to do whatever. And in 10 minutes, I've, I've got to leave. So I'll set a 10 minute timer so that I know like, okay, I've got to drop my stuff and go out. But that also goes along to, I will set not just a timer for getting out of the house or doing something like that, but also I think you called it like a shot clock yeah yeah giving myself a certain <laughs> amount of time to do things too so not just to get to the next thing but like okay you have 15 minutes to clean up this room and then it makes me just do it real quick not get distracted and get it done um, so I don't know if you have other ways you use that kind of shot clock idea but but that's one that I Oh, do. all the
0: time yeah and totally borrowed from sports you know you got to get the shot off in that amount of time it's used in many sports of, of limits on how long you can for things but I do that the timers are helpful and also like you know if you have a task of oh i'm gonna go and organize this and all right you think in your head like i want to do it for 10 minutes i do think that that's helpful and gives you that sense of like okay and not that you won't go beyond it but just again keeping (laughs) keeping that realistic grasp on time because it's always ticking just keeps on going so um but we'll use alarms too for you know as much as we think of alarms for waking up in the morning um I started setting alarms for like bedtime and it's like, I guess it's the same as like the morning routine and even the bedtime routine. And, you know, whether you're doing that with kids and and you understand the harsh reality of that, but even just for adults, of I think it's easy to get caught up in the evening of you know, hopefully you do get to sit and relax and unwind. But I think it's easy to kind of lose track of time there. And then we're cutting into our sleep. So I I think it's a great idea to set an alarm for bedtime as well. And even if it's the reminder of like, okay, time to go get ready for bed. Um, and so I think that that's helpful as well.
1: Yeah, totally. And you know what? I don't think the alarms, some alarms maybe need to exist forever, but I don't think all of the alarms really need to exist forever. But I think it's all about building those good habits. You know, there's a lot of research out there about, and and we've talked about this in a prior episode too, of like, a sleep routine of like getting your body into the habit of doing something and then it kind of gets used to it. And so going to bed, getting up, even when you eat your meals, you'll get, you can kind of get your body into a habit of doing all that stuff and, and even knowing when you've got to go pick up kids or when you're getting to work, like your body, you get into a whole rhythm. And so I do think a lot of these alarms and setting timers is is just to build some of those habits. So if you really follow it and you don't snooze it and you don't turn it off and set a new timer, or, um, you know, extend the time at all, if you really follow it, I think I think, I haven't gotten there yet, but I think we're trying (laughs) to build, some of those habits have been built for me, but I think your body will start to get used to it and you'll start to build better habits and maybe a better awareness of time.
0: Absolutely. So here's another thing that I started doing. I I just did it earlier today. um, And and some of it, I think, when you're like a type A personality, when you're somebody who really likes to push the envelope and get a lot done, it's the letting go part. So I had a chunk of time and I I knew what my stop time was. I knew when I had to be somewhere and I had like three tasks that I wanted to do. And I, I prioritized, picked the most important and went and did the first task. And when I finished, in my brain, I already knew I couldn't do all three. So I already crossed off one. And then I thought, could I get, I could get one more in. I could. And that's where I heard my husband's voice and I said, And, and, you know, maybe it's somebody else's voice, whoever works in your head. That's the one in my head is my husband's voice. And it was like, no, you don't need to do that. Like, just take do one less thing than what you think. And I stopped there. And I have to say this is a success story. See, so I guess I am doing I'm doing better all the time. I, I let it go. And in my mind, I could have like jammed in the one more thing, but I said, nope. And I went on to the next thing. I allowed some buffer time, um, and I, I got to where I needed to be actually a few minutes early. Now, then the reality of that is like I clearly did not have time for the one more thing. But I think it's a process of letting go. And so stopping and saying, you know what? Would it be the worst thing in the world if I got somewhere and sat there five or ten minutes early? And I know, Marianne, your brain is kind of like mine. You're thinking like, well, yeah, because I have a million things to do. And it's like, okay, again allow for that space allow for that time and you know what if you do get somewhere early i'm sure there's still something that you can get done right so that's i'm trying to do that the the one less fit in one less thing and sometimes it's two less sometimes it's 10 less but the idea of letting go i think that that's helpful i've also just tried to like move everything earlier like when you think about the general structure of my day like Again, you think about what you need to get done in the morning, like just move that earlier. And maybe it's the same like your buffer, but I do it even in the evening. Like, okay, I really, you know, let's say I really want to be eating dinner by six o'clock. And so I don't aim for six o'clock. That's my trick. Now I aim for dinner at five o'clock. And then if I aim at five, I'm eating dinner somewhere between five and six. And it's never five o'clock, but it's also not past six. Because if I aim for six, it's going to be seven. So I think some of that also helps of just, again, Prepping for things earlier, maybe shifting a little bit earlier and creating creating that space so that you can handle the unexpected, creating that space so you can be still in the moment and get what you need done. And I think that that's like another um, selling point I'm trying to give to myself for overcoming the time dysmorphia is realizing like, okay, you might not get as much done, but you allow for some of the unexpected and some of the unexpected are really... Um, you know, some of the fun things that you weren't planning on. So there's my, that's my positive.
1: I know. <laughs> and silver it's like, lining of it all. <laughs> it's funny. I do feel like when I'm by myself, I will run around a million places. I'll get, you know, a zillion errands done and I feel great, but it, it like the unexpected is so prevalent with kids of even I, I've had twice recently, once where I got somewhere early and I thought, Oh, okay. This is like, you know, where people say, just give yourself a moment to breathe during the day or, you know, just to relax. And I thought, okay, this is not wasted 10 minutes. I'm sitting here. I'm relaxing. I, you know, i buckled my seatbelt. I sat in the car, like pushed my seat back a little bit and relaxed and took a breath before I went to where I had to go to. And then I had the reverse where I had Three of my four kids with me. And I thought, well, we're 15 minutes early to soccer. We should run into the grocery store to (laughs) pick up something that we needed. And then we, you know, of course, the unexpected you go in and there's a child that's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I think, and my immediate reaction was, ugh. And I thought, oh, that's terrible. Like I I need to build in knowing that somebody's gonna want water and somebody's gonna got to go to the bathroom. And and my reaction to them can't be, ugh, (laughs) right? Like that's not that's not cool for them. That's not cool for me. Um, so I'm trying to be better. Like I said, I did have one of those times where I got somewhere early and I thought, okay, here's my my breather. I can't fit 14 errands into this 10 minutes. I need to just sit and relax. And it really is like almost it had that realization for me of like self-care, like, okay, I needed to do this. And so maybe that's going to click for someone else too, of like, that's that's self-care too, giving yourself the breathing room, letting yourself relax, getting somewhere, not being the like death grip on your steering wheel, driving or the shoving food in your mouth because you have no time to eat. Um, so think about that too. If it's a little bit of self-care to give yourself that breathing room and to to build in that buffer time.
0: I like that. And, and, you know, I'm just going to plug some of the things that we like to plug, like maybe it's that extra time, maybe get your face out in the sun. Maybe with that extra time, you get to take that drink of water and, and maybe with that extra time you do a little bit of stretching. So it always comes back to that, right? We want to, we want to get moving. We want to take care of ourselves. We're all striving to do, to do better, to be better and to live a healthier, um, happier lifestyle. So on that note, I'm gonna just I'm gonna cut us off. I think that's
1: we gotta go. We, we gotta got go. We gotta go pick up. We gotta go.
0: You gotta go. And you gotta think of things that you can share and help us with. So yes, please. That's share. All we, got. we need
1: the help. We're a work in progress. We know there's things that we've talked about that you're a work in progress too, or we hope to think that, that you're friends with us and you're you're in the same boat, but this is one we're still working on. So I'm gonna shut up now. We got kids to go get. So thank you for joining another episode of the Sister Tipsters podcast with your host, Andrea and Marianne. Don't forget to share the this podcast with two friends we're going to cut it short on our ending and say don't forget to come back again next week for another episode of the sister tipsters podcast